Hello and welcome to Oh What a Marvel, the show on the Mercury Movie Blog YouTube channel where we are talking about Marvel Studios Disney Plus series Moon Knight. I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined as always by Dean. Hello, Dean. How's it going? How's it going? What a ride. What, what a emotional ride. ride. It's over, though. This was it. This was Marvel Studios Moon Knight. This wasn't it, Oscar Isaac. Don't, <laughs> no. Don't think all your... You can come in here fooling us thinking that you're some special case. That, that you're that never going to be back sign, again. That you're yeah. never going to sign the thing. You're never going to be back. Like, come you're on. You're going to sign the thing. You're going to sign the you're thing. You're going to do a thing. You might have a little bit of weight over the, the direction of the script, but not mm-hmm. much. And you'll be in there. All we, all we need is your many beautiful faces. Yes. <laughs> anyway. This week we're talking about episode six, the finale. It was called Gods and Monsters, directed by Mohamed Diab again, who was the kind of showrunner for this show. Um, writing credits. So here's the thing. This episode is interesting because uh, the story was by Danielle Iman and... Uh, Danielle, eh, let me try it again. Danielle Iman and Jeremy Slater with the and symbol in there. And I have an update from last week, Dean. I looked up what the difference is. So oh. if it's typed out A N D, that means that the writers wrote separately. And the symbol means that it's a writing team. Oh, I see. That's interesting. So, that is a very yeah. that's a much more distinct difference than I thought it was going to yeah. be. I thought it was going yeah. to be real convoluted, but yeah, that totally no. makes sense. Yeah. So story was by them. The actual teleplay was written by Jeremy Slater and then Peter Cameron and Sabir Prazada. And Peter Cameron and Sabir Prazada were a writing team. You know, this is all this is what we're learning about. We're learning about the real shit. Not the not the yes. Moon Knight stuff, the the writing teams. <laughs> Of the, uh, <laughs> of the, we need to know the contract legalities, yeah, of how they are billed, and yeah, did the writers hate each other, and were yeah. they in the same room? I'm surprised. I don't know if this is a thing actually, but I'm surprised that there is not yet been like an office style sitcom about writers in like a Marvel Studios type environment, like the writers' yeah. room inside of like a big action. You know, did you um? Did you watch The Boys? I watched the first season. Ah, uh, there's some stuff more so in season two that mm-hmm. kind of really gets into that. They're um they're making like the, the movie about the seven. Yeah. And and they're like working in like what's going on in the characters' lives to like uh-huh. into the storyline and they're trying to like do spins with like the PR and everything. Yeah. And um yeah, there's a great there's a great line in there about um, Josh Whedon doing a rewrite on the script and like <laughs> some really fun stuff. Uh-huh. But Moon I'm Knight, surprised that that's not a thing, though. You know, I feel like that'd be a pretty funny be a show. Thing. It should be. I think more on the wall, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, this let's get it going. This episode aired uh, on May fourth, twenty twenty two, which you would not think would be huh? the case because you'd think they'd put a Star Wars show out. On May fourth, but they put out Moon Knight. For Moon Knight, yeah. No matter how good you are, people would be like, "It's not fucking Star Wars." Yeah, where's my fourth? Where's Obi Wan? Yeah, and and there was an Obi Wan trailer yesterday. So it was a pretty good Obi Wan trailer yesterday. Moon Knight had to share the. uh, Yeah, Moon Knight had to share the. uh, The moonlight. 
The Moonlight. Oh, that was good. Oh, damn. Um, all right, Dean. What overall general thoughts of the episode? I'm curious, what did you think? I think they generally stuck the landing. Yeah. Um pretty well as far as like the emotional aspect of the, the series and the character. Um and as far as just like an actual like Marvel action superhero show, they mm-hmm. just about landed the landing. Yeah. Um, like it was nothing overly wrong with it, but there it wasn't overall mind blown. There's some really cool elements to it though. There's mm-hmm. some really good stuff. Um, I feel like we got enough. And I'm not saying like anything bad. I'm just saying like nothing like was it spectacular, but it it really did deliver on you know more than enough on all the fronts. Would I have liked it to have popped a little harder in some places? Yes. Um, do I think we have a villain problem? Yes. Um, yeah. Not the not the strongest, and it was exactly what I think we thought it was going to be, really. I was really disappointed. I I liked it. Yeah, I was really... No, 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 no. Uh, In Harrow, specifically, you're talking about a villain problem. Extremely disappointed with Harrow. Um, I would say that I think this episode stuck the landing, but it was the messiest landing for me so far of the MCU shows. Um, Really? Overall, I enjoyed this. Fin- like, if I were to rank the finales, it would be like Loki, then WandaVision, then this one. So, this ending, I, this finale is still above like Hawkeye and Falcon and Winter Soldier for me. But there were things in this episode that I really loved. And there were quite a few things in this episode that I really did not like. Um, and we'll kind of oh, get into those as, we're, as we kind of talk about it because I, I have my notes here of kind of the big, the big Speaking things. Speaking of which, I need to grab mine real quick. Yeah. Um, it was the shortest episode. I'm just going to kind of fill time while D grabs his, his notes. Oh, he's already back. Boom. It, yeah, it was the shortest episode, which I think you could feel. Um, it was like 40, 40 minutes if you take away the credits. I think it was 35 minutes without the credits. It, this could have done with like 45, 50. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's a couple there's a couple of elements to this episode that they really could have fleshed out. Um the the, the stuff with Layla I, I really enjoyed. But there was a moment there was a few moments where it's like I really would have liked to have seen that expanded upon where she's talking to um what's the name? Torret, Terret. Oh the, yeah, the, the, uh, Torret, the yeah. And and like where she touches on like you know, wanting to convince her to be an avatar, and then she mentions meeting her dad. Mm-hmm. These all kind of things that we really kind of breeze through, and I don't think we rushed through them. Like we got what we needed to get, but I would have liked a little more from that. But also, mm-hmm. they wanted to get us to the moon night, which I was very yeah. eager to see that stuff as well. Yeah. And I was worried at one point early on in the episode. I'm thinking, oh man, we're really just lingering, like going over like kind of like the same kind of ground a little bit here mm-hmm. as the last like two previous episodes, which were completely Moon Knight free. 
mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, I'm not all about the action. But for the first portion of this episode, it's like, oh man, we're going to, we're really going to take a, a few beats to get. get and it's a short it. episode too, like we said. And you exactly. Know? So that's why I was worried about. Yeah, you're watching the time tick down get, and you're get, like, I'm uh... watching the time tick down. I'm like, where, where's, I want to get my Moon Knight. Yeah. But we do get some real great character stuff in those. Yes. Some, um, in those opening minutes with um with Mark and, and Stephen returns. Of course, they they wasn't going to keep him dead. Yeah, I thought okay, we were so... going to wait till the end of the episode before we saw him back. But we, we get Stephen back pretty quick. But it's a great scene. Really great scene. So, ooh, okay. So the episode length, um, I'm, I'm looking at Disney Plus right now. But without the post credit scene, it's like 36 minutes. And then maybe 38 with the post credit scene. Um, all right, let's talk about let's talk about how this thing at the beginning. We're gonna kind of let's front load this with the stuff that I didn't like because <clears throat> I don't want to talk like I, I want to get that out of the way and I want to gush about the show. But you mentioned something I didn't like. I didn't like how quickly they brought back Steven. Uh, it felt like if you would have if you would have been to the show right. Okay, if you were to watch episodes five and six back to back, Steven would be gone yeah. for two minutes. You know? Like, yeah. he's gone. And and I also think the choice for Mark to go back isn't a good choice with the context of what is happening. Like, if this was a personal story, if no. this was Soul, you know, where this person has died and they just want to continue to live, you know? But them choosing not to live and to go back, that's a powerful moment. But when the world is ending... And you're one of the only people that can do then stop that can stop it. Going back because your buddy is gone isn't the right choice at that point, in my opinion. Yeah, and also it, it goes deeper than that because which I did think the same thing. And also it's like, yeah, you want to hold on to Stephen, but also as much as we all love Stephen, and I'm not saying that, you know, like mental health is inherently bad, yeah. but also it that he's developed as part of like a deep rooted mental health problem, mm-hmm. which presumably one would generally be trying to like find a way to like, you know, yeah. deal with that and cope with that and, and manage that. Yeah. And it's like, you've now got the choice of like, you've been through this um, internal journey and it's like, yeah, you want to hold on to Stephen almost like, you know, how like, bad habits are mm-hmm. just we that we keep going back to mm-hmm. and i won't call it steven a bad habit i like no, yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 but it's just a way of like is that the like what you say is that the right choice for the character to be making mm-hmm. with that p- paired with also the fact that there is some actual like world changing shit going on but also I mean, does uh, he I... need to lose steven to like progress as yeah. Mark, who is, yeah. you know, like yeah. it or not, is is the man, is the original, is the primary the original guy. Old, yeah, the primary personality. It's just, I, I think that action, because of the context around it, it, it's supposed to be a selfless action. That's what they want it to play as. But I think it comes across very selfish for him to go back and doom the world to essentially another Thanos snap. Like... Yeah. They're, about, they're essentially going to blip away half the population again. Yeah, it is, it is a little bit. But then, you know, he's still a human. He's a human with a mental health problem. And yeah. 
an on-off relationship with a manipulating fucking ancient god. So it's like, yeah, he is going to make that not necessarily the best decision, but also he yes. does come all the way around to to, to to wanting to make the right decisions later. And also Stephen does as well. And they, you know, maybe he knew that they were, he needed that extra piece to to kind of get him over the hurdle there from you know from a moral standpoint, not from an action standpoint. Yeah. Although Stephen does come <laughs> Stephen to play. Stephen gets some ads. Okay, I I think I think if they had played it in a way of like I'm not strong enough to go on alone or something like that, like because mm-hmm. the sh- the scene the way it plays wants you to think this is the right thing that he's doing. You know that he's making the good choice and he's being rewarded with it. And I just, I don't know if that's accurate, you know? You've got to say, though, you've you got to agree that in a vacuum, the scene is beautifully well done. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, the acting and the writing of the scene I is mean, really Oscar well Isaac handled. I mean, Oscar Isaac is incredible. Yeah, okay. It oh, just that... comes off at the wrong time in the wrong context, yeah. That was something I'd wanted to mention at the top, and I forgot to. This show does something in the finale that I've never had happened to me with a piece of media where it makes a ton of choices that I don't like and then immediately executes them very well and makes me go, all right, fine. Uh, I don't agree with what this is happening, but you're like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think this was the right choice for you to make, but you're doing it really well. So who cares? Like, usually it's the other way around, right? Where you're like, I know what you were going for, but you really didn't hit the landing on this. Whereas this one is like, I, this feels like the wrong thing to do in this scenario, but you guys are making it work. So who cares? You know, there's a couple of moments like that in this episode for me. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be the same thing as you. They're, they're, they're much smaller and they don't really affect the plot. Really just visuals. Okay. Let's talk about Harrow because Harrow, um, <clears throat> big problem with Harrow. Uh, I think totally wasted in this finale, Ethan Hawke's acting abilities. Um, I hate but that he the just... Lands, though, they're getting paid overtime. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's I... all he does. You I... know... Like, he gets down there, like, they, they free Amit, and he's, like, on his knees, and he's like, he's, like, he's like, I'm not worthy. My scales aren't balanced. And then Amit is like, who cares if your scales are balanced? And that should be I a have... moment of personal faith crisis. You know, that should be Harrow going... What? What? You, I've done all these things in your name, and you're just throwing away these deep-held beliefs that I have. Like, there should be something there. But no, he's like, okay, I'll play along with whatever you want. Like, it's just I had I had a fun um, relationship with this very specific scene, actually. Uh-huh. So I'm glad you bring this yeah? up. Yeah. Okay. Right, because I'm sitting there, and um, Amit Amit says about your scales aren't balanced. And at first, I'm thinking, oh, you motherfucker, you didn't even, <laughs> you you didn't even apply your own rules to yourself and do the thing on yourself before you even started this whole thing. That's exactly mm-hmm. what you should have done. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, wait a minute, that's exactly what every religious yeah. figure does, is yeah. they preach one thing and then yeah. they themselves do not abide by the same rules that they impose. So I thought it's a perfect for a cult, a religious cult leader. It's like I think it's perfect yeah. for Amit, but to me, yeah. to me, Harrow isn't the cult leader. Harrow's Harrow's a, a zealot that is following Amit. So yeah, I feel like 
I mean, he has his underlings, but like, yeah, what I didn't like is how he literally just resigns. He just stops. He literally, as soon as Amit shows up, he just stops being a character. Like, oh yeah, that. no, he's just somebody for you to fight now. Yeah, he, there's no, and he doesn't have. I mean, obviously, he really believes in what he's trying to do, but in a kind of like Jonestown kind of way, like he wants to like be the guy in charge. It seems and have the the power to do the. To do the decisions and the balancing but straight away here it's just like yep you can just use my body have me I don't even matter which is literally like the writers just saying we don't know what to do with this guy because it feels and like the... if you, he's not the cult leader that doesn't buy into what he's saying right that's just manipulating he believes in what he's doing oh yeah he definitely does until he doesn't which... <laughs> yeah I mean he still does because he's still committed to the cause, but he's committed to the cause on the behalf of somebody else at that point, not yeah. because of his own um, agency as he had been. <laughs> Latest Gators. Latest Gators. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the best. I just think it would have been cool if like, if he'd ha- like when, because the, the, the um, avatar of whoever, He's like, we don't have enough avatars to do the thing. And it would have been interesting if Harrow had helped seal away Ahmed. If he had been like, hey, I've very clearly been wrong about Ahmed here because Ahmed doesn't believe what I believe, you know? Yeah. I like mean, that Ahmed... would have been something worth doing, but then we won't get the ending. I think you could still have the fights. Oh, you mean the ending post-credits? I mean, ending, ending I think yeah. you still could. I, because I still think that, like, Harrow believes... Like, in this scenario, Harrow's an even bigger radical than Amit is, you know? Yeah. So I still think you could have that end credit scene. Anyways, I, I'll stop. The, the only other thing about Harrow that I didn't like was that when Harrow became an avatar, he became a superhero. And, I mean, I don't even know, like, do they directly yeah. say that he's Amit's avatar at that point? Because he's kind of just doing the same stuff he's always been doing. Yeah, well, he so now he can that fly, he I guess. him as an avatar, and he does yeah. get like increased like strength and stuff because we we get that really early two thousand shot where they're running down the pyramid yeah. at each other, which was so cool. It was cool until we get to like the knee to the face and the slow mo <laughs> chin up in the air. I was I I was just like, oh, I guess so. So he he's super powered now. Like we don't. We don't get into like what Emmett like. We don't. What does being an avatar stuff. mean? What does what the do avatar get? Because they're obviously different. Because we established it earlier on in the series where they all kind of have like a different way of like kind of because Moon Knight does. It. Moon Knight does not just have super like durability. Moon Knight is wearing a suit. That they they set that up early on that the suit is what is invulnerable is that yeah. when he puts on the no, suit he, then he can do you know like he just gets that, glowing purple laser eyes but, and he's just and it you're just supposed to know that he's strong Sean because we've seen superhero shit and it's it, relying I, on the trope. I would be okay with that. What pushed it over the line for me and I can see it vividly in my head when they're flying over the city and then Moon Knight punts him into the ground with the force that should cause a human being to splatter on the concrete. And then Harrow just gets back up. And I'm like, he's not wearing a suit. Like, if they had put a super suit on him, like they put on Layla, all right, yeah, I'm down, you know? Uh, oh. Like, 
Well, oh, are we are we are we going to get I'm into saving, that? I'm saving Layla because Layla's a part of the show I really liked. So I'm just yeah. trying to get the stuff I didn't like out of the way. Um, right. Which, yeah, it's just uh, that one. That that I, I wish they'd given Harrow a suit at least, at least or some I indication would have liked to have seen that something. That's, I mean, we don't even know yeah. how we became a avatar of Conchu. We just completely skate yeah. over that, like. You could have really have had a, a flashback in this episode or in the last two episodes, you know, to just re- and even as an excuse to just show some action in there. But have a flashback with Harrow. Let's see why and how he became the Avatar. So at least then when if you do this ending, you kind of got a bit more context and a bit more meat to chew on. Um, so, yeah... It and it wasn't terrible. I no. mean, he he was fine, and the the story was always in the relationship between the the two the two yeah. guys and Layla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and and all of that stuff absolutely shines. And yeah, he was he didn't un, he was kind of just blare to me throughout the whole. Series. I didn't. He wasn't horrible. It was. He was serviceable. And like I say, the show wasn't riding on him like like a daredevil on kingpin or something. Oh, so I didn't feel. Yeah. I didn't feel the loss from the show that much, and it stayed away. It didn't do too much of the like flip it flipping in the air, super punching each other around the yeah. city or anything. Yeah. It kept it to a minimum. And. The stuff that we do get, the action, you know, it's frustrating because you don't even need that stuff. Because when he's just fighting the guys, and when they're all just it's fighting cool. the guys, it there's some cool. great. But uh, we'll we'll yeah. we'll get back to that yeah. stuff in a bit. Let's let's back up. Yeah, I just it's. I think I enjoyed Harrow a lot more than you did as an antagonist across the show, and that's why this was a lot more disappointing to me. Um, yeah. I mean, but he's let's... doing some acting. He's internalizing oh, yeah. something. I just don't know what it fucking is. <laughs> I I love. I just love the trope of the, the the zealot, to to fun villain. Um, he played it well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's actually those are kind of the things that I didn't like about the episode. The one other like complaint I had, uh, and actually I'm 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 happy this was the only complaint I had with the CGI when he suits up. Um. It looks like a, a video game. <laughs> uh, when he, some it's annoying because it's like the suits in layers, right? Yeah. Just some layers look good and some yeah, and layers some, don't. Yeah. There's like a, but like when he's a wearing it, layer and then a cartoony layer. When he's wearing oh. it, I think it looks fine. It's just when it's coming up around him that I was like, "Ooh, this, like this does not look as good as like Iron Man putting on the armor." You know what I'm saying? Like the the suit up scene is not. Not entirely doing yeah. it for me. Was there anything about the episode that you didn't like that you want to hit on right now? No, I think we we covered. We kind of covered it. Most of it. I don't know. There might. We can talk, and if anything, else might, there might be a plot hole yeah. here or there or that that might come up. But I don't yeah. think. I think. Yeah, I think we get the negative stuff out, and that's that's fine. All right, let's talk about Layla because Layla. I want a Layla spinoff. Yesterday, I love I right. love Layla so much, and I love that we get this um, 
I think this is an adaptation of a character I was reading online called the Scarlet Scarab. Yes. Um, which is apparently her father though, in the comics. Did I already mention that I would have liked a bit more of the backstory on, on her stuff. So yeah. that's the only yeah. bit, um, thing that I have. However, for this, so I'm watching the episode, right? The, not not out of nowhere, but they, they build the character up just to, just enough that I'm not like rolling my eyes when she appears. And it, it's, it reminded me a lot of um, the Shazam movie, right? Where oh, like, it does. <laughs> where it's like, oh, we're, it's like, I sh- my brain's like telling me like, I should be thinking, really, we're just going to throw all of them at the screen in the first movie, just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm like, this just feels right somehow. And it seems inevitable and it's fun enough and it's handled ridiculously. And I'm thinking in my head, I don't remember Moon Knight ever having a psychic. Mm. What's going on here? I'm trying to think like, who is this? Is this, yeah. is this a new character? Who is this supposed to be? So mm. during watching the episode, before I did what you did and looked up who the fuck she is supposed yeah. to be, <laughs> I did come up with a list of potential Moon Knight sidekick okay. names. Okay, let's hear them. Let's so hear them. Let's, let's see what we think of these. Okay. So, Moon Girl, start with an obvious one. Of course, of course. Short on it, Mooney. <laughs> Luna Lass. Oh, I like Luna Lass. We can shorten that to Looney, which might be a little bit, you know, yeah. derogatory oh, in conjunction with the, yeah. with the show. Yeah. So, coming up next, we have Crater Face. Crater Face? Like Taser Face? <laughs> Well, crater because like the moon has craters, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, glow girl, lady light, lady light, night light, night light. You can do that with a K. Oh, there you go. Crescent, crescent. Oh, I really like crescent. Right, here's one of my favorites: okay. the sky squire. <laughs> The Sky Squire is really good. <laughs> um, coming up next, we have Night Nurse with a K. We just, we're just, we're just, we're just, when Rosario Dawson shows up, it's going to be really confusing. All right, does that mean um, Nightwing is off the table as well? <laughs> with a K, though, with a K. Are any of the names just Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman 1984? <laughs> It does look a bit like that. No, yeah, I tell you yeah. what. Um, I do have Knightly. Knightly. Um, with a K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's a fun one. Desert Eagle. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> that one is really good. Because she's got wings and yeah. Egypt has shined, yeah. right? right? Yeah. Desert Eagle. God. And then, then we have White Knight. Ooh, with yeah, a K. No. Uh, sounds like they yeah. might be on Peacemaker. I don't know. A little bit, little bit edgy. <laughs> yeah. Um, which brings me up to my final one, which probably isn't going to go down so well. Oh no. White chick. White chick. Because the moon yeah, is white and yeah. she's a chick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that would. <laughs> I don't know if so Kevin Feige is going to go for that one. Sidekick yeah. naming segment. 
Not so, a whole lot of scarlet about the scarlet ser- uh, scarab. There's in this. not not a whole lot of scarab stuff or or scarlet stuff going on. So you, you want to know uh, what I just found out when I was I just googled scarlet uh, scarab in this. Uh, the reason for that is she was originally going to be uh, the avatar of Isis. Right, because there's a whole bunch of avatars to yeah. choose from. Like right? she's in yeah. the fucking chamber, and they're like, "All you got to do is bust the thing open, release the god," and she yeah. kind of basically knows how it all works at this point. And I'm thinking, I'm shit. I'm like, shit, just bust them all open. Yeah. See, the See what happens. Are, some of them, are, you're going to end up with some good ones. Chances are, none of them are going to be worse unless yeah. you get one of unless one of the gods wants to just wipe out all humanity. Then I suppose that's worse. But yeah. Chances are that's not not the case, and like we can help, we could save them for a sequel or a, or a second season, I guess. But we are getting Oscar. But yeah, so, yeah. They, they, I, I was excited to see uh, become the avatar, a, an avatar. I thought yeah. we were going to see more avatars because he's the the guy very specifically. He says, says we, we need, need more, and then there's need two more of them. avatars. And they literally just use one more, so it's like I wasn't sure if she was supposed to have like, or if they were like because they were holding hands, it was like a guardian thing where they could embody all of the gods at once or something. But Dean, Moon Knight is three personalities in one, so that's like four avatars. Well, no, because the the rules. I mean, that's great logic. No. It's great logic, and I wish that was the case. But as we get later on in the episode, I think we kind of bend the rules. I don't know. It kind of gets a little bit convoluted regarding which personality is the avatar and how how that power is transferred yeah. and how it works. And I love the reveal moment at the end, not to skip ahead. But it we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Questions. Yeah, I've got questions. All right, let's talk about um, Moon Knight and Layla teaming up and doing fighting. Oh, it's so cool! Oh, it's such a cool action sequence. So so good. I mean, I mean, te- like two Moon Knights, really. Yeah. Oh, the in- how he swaps the oh. when it's he so throws- colorful too. When he throws the baton and then it bounces and then the other Moon Knight yeah. catches it, I yeah. lost my shit. Because it's like they're working perfectly in sync, but also it's still just that bit chaotic where you're not yeah. quite sure. Because you, once you see it happen like once, you know they're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and it was set up reasonably well, like with like the proto version of that scene yeah. in London, right? Where he's not doing it to such yeah. great effect. Yeah, and it's not on purpose, really, you know? No, as soon as it happens the first time, because he says, oh, we've got some new abilities. As soon as it happens that first time, I'm like, they're going to keep doing it. And the fun in trying to predict every time when the camera cuts, I'm like, is it going to be the other one? And my brain's trying to do it. And they didn't ride it like, so it was super obvious. They did it just enough. And yeah. with with Layla in there as well, and just the whole simpatico of it, of everything, it was some really well made and well earned action. Great! Oh, it's a great action sequence. Would I'm I've so liked glad more we got of it. that than a, a, like a few minutes less of Purple Man, but maybe or just a longer episode. 
you know? Yeah, I would have liked a longer episode for, for more of any, like, either the the, the relationship stuff, more of the, like, the, the lore of the gods or more of the action, yeah. you know, any of it, I would have happily have watched another five, six minutes of. Yeah. Uh, and all that was so cool. But I, everything in this episode happened about how I expected it to, except I was not expecting a kaiju battle. Going on in the background, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we haven't that even talked awesome. about Amit yet. Yeah. I, the, the kaiju battle, okay. is, battle is great. But when we first see Amit come up on the screen, and the first thing she says is something about the scales, and I'm like, is that a pun? <laughs> and I know it's not supposed to be and maybe it's because we're not that far off of alligator Loki but I just could not take this thing seriously yeah well they, they're again we never have enough time in the world for all the questions that these shows pose to us um, 36 minutes yeah but <laughs> there's also an implied relationship between there's something implied between Amit and Khonshu they, the way they talk to each other is very oh, familiar. She's trying to get she's trying to get him on her side. Like there's an implied something there that like I I want to know more about, you know? There's a lot of that to a lot of this stuff with between them and between like how the dynamic of the gods, um, the avatars that we get in the earlier one. But mm-hmm. I definitely feel like she says like, Oh, you you you've seen better days. And I'm thinking Really? And then I thought, no, actually, she's right because all yeah. the other gods, all the other um, gods that we've seen so far have been like animal based, but they've still yeah. got their skin. And yeah, he's that's just true. fucking, that's he's true. just a bony carcass. So yeah, he's so definitely cool, been getting like riled up in the fucking nitty gritty shit where everyone else has been staying out of it. And he's not even trying to hide it. He's just like, yeah, look at me. I just come from fighting some fucking vengeance just a minute ago. <laughs> Yeah, every day. So yeah, I definitely want more of that stuff. And when we see him again at the end, and he's got the different suit on, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, man, got an yeah, upgrade. Dude, look at him. How do you feel about uh, us essentially blinking through most of the final confrontation between Moon Knight and it's... and Harrow? I think it works for what it... it's supposed to be. It is, and it's risky. And again, I literally just said I don't want more of them, just like superpower beatdown nonsense. But also, it wasn't like we just cut out some action. It was also like he had him down on the floor with the big beam yeah. in his chest. So we're kind of missing out like a big plot beat of just, or at least like a logic leap of like, well, how does he get out of that? Because up until that point, they're doing that annoying thing that I hate where the, the hero is like down and they're getting beaten and they're clearly beaten, but then just because they have a one final moment of belief that they could not be yeah. beaten, that they are able to like overcome it. And they're just yeah. getting up to do that and then boom, it cuts, right? It's so it's weird. Just, so he's just, is that just them trying to set up like this dude is just dangerous. He gets out yeah. of any situation. You don't yeah. even need to fucking know. You I mean, that's what happened know. earlier. You know, in the episode, yeah. yeah. It plays exactly off of, and a lot of this, all of this stuff plays so well off of like the first one or two episodes, which Mm. 
on one hand is amazing because I do think this show would work well as a binge, but also your point about the Stephen yeah. return in this one, that really does undermine it. But I do think a lot of the other stuff, the way it's um, all Very well set, set up. up and called back on. Yeah. The Jake Lockley really thing well is maybe the best setup thing in the whole show. They're it's spr- incredibly. They, they were sprinkling in there like... And they the, talked the about... Beginning. They talked about on um, on Marvel.com in an interview how there's a lot of scenes early on where you see uh, you see Mark and Steven talking through mirrors, and then there's another mirror just like in the corner of the frame or Side something, iron. where you can like like there's a there's like there's a lot of places where you think there's a certain number of mirrors, but there's also a, a secret one kind of in the corner that you can't yeah. really see, and so, that's where like Jake is. So he. He's listening, so he's like got the upper hand. He's aware of everything that they're talking about, but they don't even know he exists yet. Yeah. Although it seems like they kind of do. They know something's up. Acknowledge that he exists, but then they just go back to not addressing it. And it seems like that maybe that would have been a really good thing to address, seeing as apparently each personality can have the autonomy to make another deal with the fucking god of vengeance. Yeah. But again, are we getting ahead or are we there? Are we I mean, honestly, I don't really have any more notes from before the post credit post credits. Um I mean I, I enjoyed the actual episode. I liked where it left off, um with their lives kind of I mean, I, I see a lot of people saying this leaves off on a cliffhanger for a second season. I disagree. I think it leaves off on the new status quo for this character which is well mark and steven are living their lives and they're happy and they've resolved their their issues and they're able to do what they can and the moon knight that we know from the comics is existing as jake lockley in the background yeah and then but they don't even know that they still are working with Konshu. they think they they're done but I feel like that but, I feel like that's the difference in what makes it the plot is resolved. Because it's their story yeah. and their story's over. As far as they're concerned, they're done. They're no longer Moon Knight. Yeah. They're they're just living their lives. And we know that there is this other aspect to it. What I think this does is this doesn't set up a sequel in my mind. It sets up that if if Daredevil's running around New York City in two years. Or if Blade is looking for some teams for some people for the Midnight Suns, they can Jake Lockley, they can yeah, Jake Lockley is still active as Moon Knight, and so they can run into each other, and 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 Moon Knight can be a part of the MCU. But is this is this the is that the Jake Jake Lockley Moon Knight? Is that the version that Marvel want running around doing their team ups based on what we've seen at the end of this episode where he's not he's killed not only the villain, but he just walked into that hospital and just yeah. gunned down the receptionist. Like yeah. That's this true. dude, this is not and we've seen like in this show like how dark Maybe that's they're part willing of the to plot, go. Though. And it's not that dark. Yeah, but he's like, their Moon punisher. He's a superhero and I just don't and for all intents and purposes, what you set up at the end of this yeah. season is that Jake Lockley, he's he's a villain. He's a villain personality, right? Because he's yeah. doing the things Does that he Mark kill or the Stephen... In the hospital? Yeah, it's not just Harrow that he... T- he kills um, the receptionist going in. Mm-hmm. You see people, when he's walking back out again, pushing the wheelchair, 
you can see like the people dead on the floor behind him wearing the scrubs. Yeah, so I don't know like, why when I was watching it, I thought he had just like knocked nah, them man. out or something. And there's then actually like arrow. a pool of head blood coming out of the person, like they are dead. No. Um, so there is just it's, we've seen how dark they're willing to go, and it ain't that dark, and it certainly isn't as dark as we're gonna let one. And you know, he's a B, C, D list level superhero, but he got his own Disney Plus show. He he's a Marvel superhero. And we're yeah. not just, and it, you know, he's not Spider Man, but you still can't just have him being like a hitman taxi driver, or not, not even a taxi driver, because he's got a li- dude's got a limo. That's, um, oh, I love it. I love it so much. With the Spectre license plate, which implies maybe the Jake Lockley personality, the one with all the money. Oh, that's the one with the moon cave. There was a split second in this episode where I thought we was going to get it when Stephen asked, how am I supposed to get to Cairo? And then I'm like, and Conchu's like, don't worry, boy. And I'm like, oh, he's going to pull out the moon copter or something or the moon plane. And then he's just like, I'm the god of the sky. I'll just make it. I can just <laughs> give you some wind, I guess, is what he does. He's just like, I can give you an extra boost. A leg up into the sky. Who knows? Who knows? And then we get a really, really egregious shot of Moon Knight, like (laughs) zooming through the sky. Like it. That was a little bit. It was a little bit corny. I. I just. I think that this doesn't. It leaves off plot threads that could be picked up later on, but I don't think that it's like a cliffhanger in the way that Loki was a cliffhanger. Loki ended on a cliffhanger. Loki yeah. ended on the plot was not resolved. Uh, nah. But like this, for all intents and purposes, the plot is resolved. We were also just told that there's this other plot line that's happening that we have not yeah. been aware of until this point. I just don't think Marvel would be willing to leave one of their superheroes plots resolved on that yeah. of a note. I'm not saying we're never going to see Moon Knight again. I'm just saying I don't know if we're going to get a second season season of the show. I think this thread is going to get picked up somewhere else. But then do you... When I, when I want to see Moon Knight teaming up with people, I want to see, like, Mark Spector Moon Knight teaming up with people. I don't want people dealing with this, like, grizzled, <laughs> like, gnarly hitman dude. It's pretty fun, though. Uh, pretty cool. I mean, and based on like the stuff that we haven't seen where he just blacks out and all the whole yeah. room of dudes just gets murked. Yeah, yeah. Which by the way, Layla should know what she shouldn't she should be She's like, What the fuck because, is up, guys? <laughs> because all she says is what just happened and it's like, Well, you're the only one that knows what just happened because you just you're the only one that saw it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but the way she's acting like it was just like, Oh, he just kind of went a little bit overboard but no he, he he did some nasty shit and she should have pulled him up for a second there and be like no you need you guys need to like there's another plot thread here you guys mm-hmm. haven't resolved yet mm-hmm. like they they shouldn't just be leaving that they must know something's going on because they're tying themselves to the bed still at the uh, end yeah, of the episode I, and if I... they're if they're all working together they wouldn't need to do that Unless because Jake they trust each other. Bed. But he's the one who wants to be going around murdering we people at night. Came back. 
but then he would only be doing that to, because <laughs> they why. think I don't know why either to make them I think that it. it wasn't untied. But then they would have had to. Have I didn't think about it before place. I said it. I just said it <laughs> because then they would wake yeah, up and be yeah, like, "Dude, no, yeah, we're tied to the any, thing." Yeah. You did you tie us to the thing before we went to sleep? No, did you? No, what the <laughs> Jake just outs himself straight yeah. away. Um, so it's it's I, interesting. Now here's the question: Does Marvel, because uh, if Marvel, what Marvel is submitting this as a limited series at the Emmys? What yeah. happens if it is season two in a week, you know, or season one in a week, you know, like do they, do they take the Emmy away? Do they? I do they take the Emmy away? I mean, I think Oscar Isaac has a much better chance in the limited series category than I don't think he even wins if it goes to. Yeah, drama that's, because, prob- that's probably why they've done it right yeah i just i mean who knows but like i but marvel mm. wouldn't fuck up their plan over over an no anything. over an they emmy there's get, no way they can get but, they can pick up the awards now they don't need unless to this is that. a limited series and the next is moon knight and the scarlet scarab it's not moon knight season two it's a different show yeah you know what i I'm think saying? there's gonna be a lot of that kind of stuff It'll either yeah. be that or it'll just be he pops up in other things and is a heavily yeah. featured character. And, yeah. and we can use what the status quo is for him now as like a jumping off point for other stories. Yeah. Like, because now, say, like, if we have him in Werewolf by Night, <sighs> now you've got Mark and Stephen and now these characters in this spooky situation and they don't know what's what's going on so you can play with that horror element because you know the whole thing of the like the mystery of this whole show was like well it's not really a mystery we know he's fucking moon knight it's the show that he's moon knight mm-hmm. but at least then you can play with some more unknown supernatural elements when your two lead characters aren't fully um, in the dark aware of everything yeah so, so okay, that could be fun, and that could be a good way to incorporate him into other shows and and weave it through. Because now you've got Mark and Stephen as like the characters that you can tell your exposition to. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of shows over, shows done, but we did. There was like this is when all the articles are going to start coming out where the team behind the show are going to be like, this is something we were going to do. This is something else we were going to do. This is something else we were going to do. And we're going to start to find out all these things that didn't happen. Um, We did find out that there were two MCU cameos that got cut. I heard about this. I don't know what they are. There was one. Well, yeah, they didn't say what they were, but there was one that was going to be in the very beginning of the premiere. And there was going to be one that was going to be at the very end of the finale. So I didn't um, say what they were, but somebody no. still made fucking article about it. Well, I'm glad I didn't yeah. click on that yeah. bullshit. Thanks, Sean. So, I believe another writer on the show, a different person, at one point, at a like, and it sounded like these cameos were written into the script and then written out of the script before production started. Like this was something that that was that begun in pre-production and was erased in pre-production. You know, it, it never made it. Um, but there was a writer that said that at one point they were going to have the Eternals interacting with the Egyptian gods. So I think maybe that would have been the one in the premiere. 
have yeah. a flashback to ancient Egypt and show the Eternals interacting with shit. Maybe that was going to be the binding of Amit. Maybe they were going to start the show with that, and we were going to uh, see the Eternals like help. Something. Yeah, and I would have, like I've said, I would have liked to see more context of yeah of the the relationship and 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 the workings of you know the the, the Egyptian and, and and all these other gods that we we see and hear and hear about. Um, not necessarily needing to have the Eternals in there. Yeah, this is a bit a, of a that might be a bit much. Yeah, when you've got when you've got thirty six minute finales, you ain't got time for Eternals. No, and you can't afford Gemma Chan if you're <laughs> doing thirty six minute episodes. Uh, so, the other, yeah. I mean, I I have to assume the other cameo was going to be like Blade or somebody. Like I I, Blade or Werewolf by Night or Blade. What, Blade's or already cameoed. Yeah, but I mean, are we gonna have the first time that we? Um, I, don't I know. mean, it would have been cool if Blade had been showing up like Nick Fury style, assembling the Midnight Suns. You know, that would have been a cool thing to do. Yeah, that I mean, that would be cool. But when we don't even, I mean, we obviously we'll know who he is, but we yeah. we need to establish who he is. When we first see Nick Fury in Iron Man, he's like, "I'm Nick Fury. I run yeah. Shield. This is what yeah. I'm doing." Yeah, you kind of need need that, and when we saw Thanos, it was like, "I'm getting the gauntlet. This is what I'm yeah. doing. I want to wipe out the Avengers." So I I feel like we would need to establish some. We would even need to establish who he is or what the threat I don't is know. before the first we can time, kind of start doing those scenes. The first time we saw Thanos, he was just a dude in a chair. He didn't say anything. He just was a dude in the chair, and then he smiled. They said, and that was and it. they said that he was going to fight the Avengers. He, I mean, he doesn't say it exactly. He said, like that. "What do they say? They say to fight the event to court to fight them is to court death or something." Yeah. Well, I mean, Blade could show up and be like, "I'm here to talk to you about the Midnight Suns Initiative or something." You know, I don't know. Like he can say something. <laughs> you know. Yeah. He can have a line, but I'm I'm glad that we didn't get any cameos. I didn't need them. When Moon Knight teams up with whoever, it'll happen. You know, yeah. but I think the show stands on its own pretty well. Although I de- like, I feel like a lot of people died. Like a lot of people died in that finale. So I hope they reference that at some point because they started judging all of Cairo. And you see all those souls flying up to the pyramid. Like a lot yeah. of people didn't make it out of this one. Also, this fucking guy, the the guy who like doesn't die, and then he just takes his radio. It's like the the guy is still the guy. Like he got judged, but it doesn't change him into this like mindless. It doesn't just convert you to the religion, right? Is that how it works? Is it wasn't? I don't think that was established. I don't think so. That that's how it worked, and then the guy is just yeah. like, okay, I give up. He's like, oh yeah, sure, dude, let's go kill a bunch of people. I'm down. Yeah. I mean, do you have any more notes on the on the uh, Marvel Studios series and Moon Knight? Because I'm pretty much. No, I mean, that was it. it. There, there is there is a few like logical fallacies in with the villain's plan, but then, but yeah. when isn't there? Whatever, yeah. Purple Stick Man, because Purple Man was taken. Whatever, <laughs> Ethan Hawke. You just discount Kevin Bacon, and everyone knows it. Whoa. Okay. God. Well, guys, Kevin Bacon without the moves. That has been. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. 
don't know. That has been Marvel Studios Moon Knight. Thank you so much for joining us as we have <laughs> we have gone through quite a journey through these six episodes. It was not Dracula all along as I had initially thought. Um, it was a crocodile lady instead. I I think my prediction of Dracula all along is a little more realistic than crocodile lady oh. and bird man kaiju fight. Two bad predictions. Can we at least acknowledge that I oh, basically you almost predicted nailed the post credit scene? Yeah. Tweaked, I predicted that the post credit scene would be Jake Lockley looking in his rearview yeah. mirror. Yeah. And all the other details that I didn't predict, but those but you got really things, close. I yeah. was pretty close. Yeah. But yeah. And mm. I predicted Bing Bong. And now everyone's and been bing saying bong. Bing Bong. But you can't anymore because he's alive again. Yeah, he is alive again. He did not get Bing Bong is not alive. If you want to remember that, he didn't come no back. No justice for Bing Bong. No justice for Bing Bong. He he's dead. He's gone. There is no inside out two where we say Bing Bong. That's not happening. Wait, don't you mean Bing Who? Bing Who. Oh, good point. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh I I don't know. I don't know when we'll see you again. I don't I'm not entirely sure if I'll be able to do Miss Marvel. Um, but at oh. some point I'm sure we'll do something again. Are you, what about Obi-Wan? Are you, are you not covering Obi-Wan? I don't think so. I haven't talked to anybody oh, about it yet. Oh man, it, well, this is this is us talking about it. We'll do it later. But yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. But thank you guys so much. Uh Dean, where are people where can people find you on the internet? Go get me on Twitter at Dean Lewis2099. Fun stuff. Always really cool, interesting stuff. <laughs> Very cool, very interesting stuff. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. Uh, you guys can follow this podcast on Twitter, podcast, this channel on Twitter at, at Movie Blog Merc. Uh, it's on uh, Anchor at anchor.fm slash Movie Blog Merc as well. And uh, on this YouTube channel, obviously, where you're watching it right now, hit subscribe for all the amazing content that uh, is coming your way. That's all I've got. Peace. Peace.